Bulletproof Radio, a state of high performance. You're listening to Bulletproof Radio with Dave Asprey. Everyone's talking about red light therapy beds and for good reason. There's a company called ARRC LED that's building an entirely new class of LED devices. ARRC LED beds integrate proprietary scanning technology and frequency protocols to shape the delivery of six different wavelengths in dose-optimized photobiomodulation. Yes, that's a lot of words. What it is, though, is that photobiomodulation improves the underlying energetics of the cells in your body. And those changes can benefit nearly every tissue and organ and system in your body. You change your cells and you change your life. For more information, visit ARRCLED.com. What if there was a way to level up your energy, get rid of stress, and take more control of your body? Welcome to Quantum Upgrade. This is a new technology that taps into quantum energy to help you feel amazing. Quantum Upgrade has a lot of different products that help protect you from EMF and help activate your body's natural healing abilities. You can expect better sleep, more resilience, less stress, and better blood flow. The cool thing about Quantum Upgrade is that the products are backed by a lot of heavy-duty scientific studies, and there's a new measurable upgrade. You can now use Quantum Upgrade to increase your consciousness levels between 1,400 and 2,200 on the Hawkins map of consciousness. If you don't know what that means, do some research because it's impressive, it's fun to learn about, and it's something that I've come to understand. Ready to try Quantum Upgrade? Visit quantumupgrade.io slash Dave for a seven-day free trial. Hey, it's Dave Asprey with Bulletproof Radio. I already recommend that you decrease the amount of artificial light you're exposed to at night so that you sleep better, but now studies are showing that more exposure to light at night might increase depression. This is probably because it disrupts your sleep and your circadian rhythms. So if you need to be exposed to lights at night, try to use lights in the red spectrum or maybe amber, which will affect your sleep less than white or blue lights. In my case, I actually have red LEDs mounted above my desk and in the shower, in all the bathrooms in our house, we actually have a red light plumbed in. So if you're gonna take a shower before bed or early in the morning, having that red light can really make a difference. And it means that when you get up to pee, well, nothing disturbs your sleep. You go right back to sleep. And even more precious, when my five-year-old Alan gets up to go to the bathroom, he goes back to sleep without waking me up, and that rocks. What if there was a way to feel younger for longer? Well, there is. Your body needs something called the NAD plus molecule to help you age well. When you're young, your body makes a lot of NAD plus, and that helps you make energy. It helps you keep your DNA healthy, absorb nutrients well, and it protects your cells from stress. But once you hit about 30, your NAD plus levels start to drop. The good news is that longevity scientists have found some things that can help, like niacin, niacinamide, and niagen. They help your body make more NAD plus even as you age. All three of these are in an amazing formula called Qualia NAD+. Check out Qualia NAD+, risk-free, for up to 100 days at neurohacker.com slash Dave15 to save an extra 15%. That's neurohacker.com slash Dave15, Qualia NAD+. It's what I use. Speaking of guests, today's guest is Helen Erlin. Helen is a friend, and she's a past guest on the show. 
And she's also the woman who invented the technology that taught me that amber glasses gave me like 25% of my brain power back or sometimes more. So if you see me in my cool biohacker glasses, especially under bright fluorescent lights, it was Helen's research that explained why this made such a difference for me and helped me know what to do to reclaim a huge amount of my brain power. Helen talked to us at the Bulletproof Conference about the Erlen syndrome, what it is and what the symptoms are and how common it is. Like 48% of people have light spectrums that are making them weak. And when they correct that with lenses, they feel amazing. You don't have to wear the lenses all the time, just when you're going to suck the most energy out of your brain. She's also going to share with us what our high-tech world is doing to our brain. And you're going to get like every little thing you ever wanted to know about those funky glasses that I wear. It's not just that I'm in training to be a rock star. Enjoy the show with Helen. She's an amazing innovator. She's been doing this for more decades than I can imagine. And I have great, great respect for her work. So I'm just so honored to have her on the show again. You've been on the show before, but for those listening in for the first time, what is Erlen syndrome? <laughs> Erlen syndrome is basically looking at the fact that there are people today who, because we're so high tech and we're living with fluorescent lights and computer screens and high def television sets and whiteboards in schools, computer screens where you have to look into fluorescent lighting and reading and doing visually intensive activities. That's all what we're doing. We're not outside, we're not agricultural anymore. Um, that there are people who, as a result of that, are under stress, their brain is under stress, and that's triggering array of physical symptoms and distortions that they may not be aware of that affects performance, attention, concentration, and their immune system, which would be creating fatigue for some people. So before we talk about the solution to Erlen syndrome, help us understand uh, some of the key facts about how Erlen syndrome affects the population at large. Okay, that's a great question. It doesn't affect the whole population, it's only a segment of the population that their brain is unable to process visual information accurately. And I want to take a step back and make sure people understand it's not your eyes that has to process visual information. Your eye is the camera that directs the information to the brain. And it's your brain that counts. And it's your brain that has to read and process information. And your brain controls how you think, how you feel, how you act, and how you perform. And therefore, you want the best brain possible that's not under stress. And for some people, lighting, it can be sunlight, fluorescent light, bright lights, headlights at night, the brightness off of white paper, computer screens and whiteboards is causing a problem. What are the symptoms that people have with Erlen syndrome? Yeah, well, it does vary from individual to individual, and that's because we all have our own unique brains. It can be eye strain or pain. It can be even headaches, migraines, nauseous, dizziness, tiredness, sleepiness, um, can be physical symptoms. People may not be aware of the fact that when they're looking at something that it's not clear and it's not or stable and it may not be comfortable. But if you've always lived your life that way, you're not aware that you have a problem. You think that's normal. So we're trying to educate people and saying, wait a minute, you're not dumb or stupid. Um, you shouldn't be blaming yourself. 
maybe it's just your brain and we need to take the stress off your brain and correct it. So I know that some people have LASIK and have side effects with haloing and shadowing. Is that related to Erlen syndrome at all? What happens with LASIK for some people is that they actually become light sensitive and they do have the symptoms that you're talking about. Some people inherit those symptoms as part of the Erlen syndrome. So you can inherit these symptoms or you can acquire them from LASIK surgery, autoimmune diseases, head traumas, concussions, TBIs. You've talked about this a bit, but can you tell us more what our high-tech world is doing to our brain? Yeah, it's not doing a whole lot of good things to our brain. <laughs> it's actually overstressing your brain because um, white or light is basically composed of all the colors of the rainbow. So if your eyes are open, your brain is being flooded by light. And there are certain of those colors or wavelengths of light where the timing is coming in it's just the wrong timing. So it's like static for your brain, just as if you were hearing static and you were trying to listen to what's happening and there's so much static, you would get annoyed and aggravated, it would be hard to do it. Well, the brain's reacting in the same way when light waves of light are not coming in in the right timing. And it's stressing really hard to try to process it and it's not doing a very good job of doing it. So, how do bright glare, fluorescent lighting, bright colors, high contrast, complex patterns, and even print size, style, and format affect our brain's ability to perform at its best? Yeah, you listed a lot of the things <laughs> that can create stress for one's brain that we can correct so they're not stressful anymore. And some people are aware that they look at stripes and stripes are jiggling or moving. Certain fluorescent colors are not comfortable for them to look at. You know, you look away, you don't pay attention to it, you don't think about it. Print size uh, makes a difference. We see children in school who seem to do well until they get to third grade. And then all of a sudden, the parents are going, I have a bright child, but why is the child struggling with reading? Well, print size decreases and the amount of print increases on the page. Same way when we get into cursive. Cursive is much more difficult to read and creates difficulties and problems. What is the tangible impact of hidden stressors on our performance? Well, it affects your ability to perform. It can affect speed, fluency, accuracy, and length of time. When you have stressors, the longer you do it, the harder you try, the worse it gets. And that becomes a problem because you have to stop, you have to take breaks. You may think, oh, there's something wrong with me. Why is it taking me so much longer than somebody else? You may get misdiagnosed with ADD or ADHD. You don't want medication. You want to have a solution that's non-evasive and is not putting medication into your system. What are some visually intensive activities that act as stressors to our brain? Well, reading, whether you're reading textbooks, you're reading on the computer, on your iPads today, even iPhones is one visually intensive activity. Copying, even writing, doing math calculations. Interesting, reading music. You have lots of little notes on lines. And I had one musician who's very talented come to me and I said, what are you doing? He says, well, I had to become a piano tuner. And when I got the right colored overlay, and we'll talk about that in a minute, 
And I put it on the musical lines. He just looked at me and said, you mean the notes aren't supposed to be moving in time to the music? And he had given up his whole career because he didn't know that he had a problem and didn't know that there was a solution. What is visual perception disorder? <laughs> visual perception disorder just says that it's your brain is having difficulty processing visual information and it can affect speed, flow and fluency, and comprehension. So why should visual perception disorder be taken seriously in schools and in the workplace? Um, it's very important to identify the type of visual perceptual problem that we deal with, which is different, and therefore we've called it Erlen syndrome, because it's going to impact your performance, it's going to create physical symptoms, and it's going to affect your ability to achieve. And that's your dreams, your career, and your life. And so it's critically important. And the younger we can pick this up and address the issue so the child isn't struggling, so that the adult can stay in the job and perform well, not go home so tired or exhausted, need to take so many breaks. Um, it's very important for your performance. Why does the Erlen syndrome disorder impact the entire body? Or how, how does the Erlen syndrome disorder impact the entire body? Well, if you think about your brain, your brain is connected to your spinal cord and your nervous system. And so anything that's happening in your brain is going go, to go through your whole nervous system. And therefore, if the brain is under stress, some people get headaches, other people eye strain and pain. It goes to all your organs, nauseous and dizziness. And so it can be, occur in any part of your body. And you wanna get rid of all of the physical symptoms, not just some. You wanna make it not just a little bit better, we can make it totally better. What is the Erlen Institute's position on the mind-body learning connection? That's exactly what we're doing. <laughs> is the position is that there is a connection between the mind, the body, and learning and performance. And you take care of your mind, and that helps your body, and that helps your performance. What are those funny rose-colored glasses that Dave wears, and how are they, and the science behind them, the solution to Erlen syndrome? <laughs> his rock star glasses. <laughs> um, I love his rock star glasses. What's interesting is, because everybody's brain is different, everyone wears a different color. And this is one of the solutions that we use so that we keep the brain protected 100% of the time. It doesn't matter what the lighting conditions are. You can be driving at night and the headlights won't bother you. Um, you can be sitting in classes and lectures at work under fluorescent lighting and it stays comfortable. But everybody's color is different. And that's the art and science of what we do, is to figure out which of those colors or wavelengths of light, the timing is not correct, and filter just those, just the amount we need to. And you can see we've done brain scans that we calm the whole brain down, that calms the whole neurological system down. People just kind of go, oh, that's so comfortable. But if you've never had that baseline of comfort, you don't know that's what it's supposed to be like, right? So we have to create for each person their own unique color for this to really be effective. 
Do the lenses have UV protection? And are the lenses something that are supposed to be worn all the time? For a lot of people, because of the one-on-one -on -one correlation between sunlight, fluorescent lights, bright lights, some people even dim lighting, and then reading and doing any visually activities, most people wear them from the time they get up until they go to bed at night. Even, like I said, headlights are a problem. And I, I will add one thing we didn't talk about, and that for some people, depth perception can be uh, a problem. And they think, oh, it's okay. I just have problems and I have to hesitate getting on and off escalators. It's really stressful to turn left in front of oncoming traffic. Um, changing lanes is a little bit difficult for me, but that's all stress. You're paying a price all the time and um, that shouldn't be. Do the lenses have UV, UV. protection? Yes, with the lenses, some do and some don't. What we find very interesting is that UV is just part of what they call the wavelengths of light is just in the invisible part of the spectral band. And there are actually people that UV creates problems and difficulties. Um, so we use it unless it's creating a problem for the individual's brain. So why are you not wearing colored lenses? Oh, I love that question. <laughs> I think I would never have discovered this if I actually had these problems. The way I discovered it was working with adults who had made it to a four-year university and was still struggling. Um, I wanted to find out what were the questions that we weren't asking and that stayed with an individual for a lifetime and inhibited, again, their performance and ability to function. And in interviewing the adults, I started asking some very significant questions, such as, tell me about reading not when you start, but when you get to that point that you want to stop. How do things look and how do things feel? And I was hearing reporting, well, words are jiggling, words are moving off the page, things are flashing at me. And I was related to my own experience that I never see any of those things. Had I seen those things, had reading caused stress and strain, I probably would have said, that's just normal. It's like that for everybody. But I knew that I was a long-term strong reader and I read for hours and hours on end. And I just wanted to make everybody like me <laughs> because it would make it so much easier and better for them. <laughs> So what can our listeners do today to test themselves for a visual perception disorder? There's a number of things. One is the website, www.erlen.com. We have self-tests. So we have long self-tests. We have a self-test if you have headaches. We even have self-tests because this can affect um, children and adults who have been diagnosed with autism and Asperger's syndrome, and they're different self-tests. I'd suggest getting online, taking your self-tests, self-identify, if you have a problem or not. Um, on the website, there are little glasses up at the top with different colors, and you can punch on them, and it changes the color of the background. So you can try reading on with different colors and see if any of them make it feel better, make it easier than the white page. And people blame themselves when they don't understand that this is an issue. Um, they think it's their fault. And one of the things that I always say, especially to children, is, you know what, it's not your fault. You get to blame either your mom or your dad, or both, because you inherited the problem. <laughs> Once people start wearing the new lenses, how quickly do they feel a change? Immediately. 
and I'll say that again, the change is immediate. And nothing is supposed to be immediate, but the change is absolutely immediate. And we've been doing this for 30 plus years, so we know that the change sustains itself over time. When I first did the research, the adults said to me, don't change it, don't show us how much better it can be if it's not going to stay that way. How can our listeners get more information about self-testing, Erlen lenses, and environmental modification? Well, let's go to the website is one. So that's Erlen.com. I have written two books, The Erlen Revolution and Reading by the Colors. Um, and you can just get onto the web and you're gonna get a whole bunch of information about this. How is the Bulletproof Biohacking Conference important to you personally and to the work that you do for other people? I love this conference. I think everything you're doing is fabulous because it helps people find natural ways to improve themselves so that they have peak performance. And that's what's really important. So they're not sitting around and blaming themselves. They're not struggling and they're not paying a price. And this is a wonderful conference for being able to showcase all the different things can help an individual to improve that individual's. So finally, what are your top three recommendations for biohacking environmental stressors? <laughs> First of all, I think you need to start paying attention to your body. <laughs> I think we ignore it or we just assume it's normal. Um, I've had so many children sit there and when I ask, do they get headaches? They say, oh yes, and mom says, well, you never told me, and the child says, yes, I did, but you get headaches, so you just told me everybody gets headaches. So don't dismiss it. Pay attention to your body. Pay attention to how much effort you're putting out there. Two, you can make certain simple modifications to your environment, which a lot of people are already doing. I would recommend incandescent lighting, but we can't do that. So I want to get rid of a myth. One myth out there is that if you read in dim lighting, it will hurt your eyes. That's a myth. For the people I work with, usually dim lighting is much better than bright lights, all right? Full fluorescent lighting is not great, but at least full spectrum is better than just full fluorescent. The reason we have fluorescent lighting and all the things that are stressors for my population is that the majority of the population doesn't find them stressful at all. So they look and say, gee, fluorescent lighting is good. Let's just make it brighter and brighter because for them, they think brighter is better. No, it's worse. Um, we started out with blackboards with white chalk. Well, the reverse is actually easier to read. It doesn't create optical illusions. Um, then we went to green boards. Now to what do we have? White boards. Computer screens now have fluorescent lights and you're looking at them. You can modify your computer screen. You can dim it down. You can change the color of the background. So you need to play with your environment. The benefit for Erlen is the fact you don't have to modify your environment at all. It calms it down without having to do anything and without changing the color of anything in your environment. Helen, thank you so much for being here with us today. Thank you, it's been a delight. The Human Upgrade, formerly Bulletproof Radio, was created and is hosted by Dave Asprey. 
The information contained in this podcast is provided for informational purposes only and is not intended for the purposes of diagnosing, treating, curing, or preventing any disease. Before using any products referenced on the podcast, consult with your healthcare provider, carefully read all labels, and heed all directions and cautions that accompany the products. Information found or received through the podcast should not be used in place of a consultation or advice from a healthcare provider. If you suspect you have a medical problem or should you have any healthcare questions, please promptly call or see your healthcare provider. This podcast, including Dave Asprey and the producers, disclaim responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained herein. Opinions of guests are their own, and this podcast does not endorse or accept responsibility for statements made by guests. This podcast does not make any representations or warranties about guest qualifications or credibility. This podcast may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products or services. Individuals on this podcast may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to herein. This podcast is owned by Bulletproof Media.